On Thursday, February 24th, 2022, Russian military forces entered the Ukraine and open war broke out. Since then, I've experienced how deeply troubling and deeply stressful this invasion has been for so many people. My clients have struggled with it, my family members, especially my children, friends, my colleagues, my fellow mental health practitioners, and many others. Emotions have been intense, anxiety, fear for the future, insecurity, vulnerability, a sense of being threatened, nervousness, worry, a sense of overwhelm. And then there's been sorrow, deep emotional pain, sadness, depressed mood, a sense of powerlessness, and disillusionment with the human race. There's been anger too, aggressive impulses, hatred, bitterness, irritability, frustration, even hostility, righteous indignation. And then there's been this detachment, this numbness, apathy, loss of motivation, all those emotions churning for so many people, triggered or activated by the Ukrainian conflict. It's affected people's thinking, Rumination, even obsession about the news. How is the Ukrainian resistance holding out? What's happening with any possible negotiations? What's Vladimir Putin's likely next step? Some people have gotten into catastrophizing. Is this the beginning of World War III? Difficulty with concentration and attention. It's hard to stay on task. There's confusion. And then also just a lot of criticism, harsh judgment, condemnation. And then there's been behaviors, right? Glued to news reports. I've experienced that being caught up in TV and internet images of shelled buildings and bombings of civilian areas, the displaced Ukrainians, dead bodies, all kinds of things going on with those news reports. And then there can be folks that withdraw and avoid, skitter across the surface of this, not finding any resolution about how to handle the reality of what's happening in Eastern Europe. And people have sleep issues too, problems with eating, disruption of routine, all kinds of behavioral manifestations of the distress around the conflict. And then there's the spiritual and existential issues, right? How can all this evil be happening? I've had so many people ask me that. Where is God in all of this? What does it all mean? Welcome. I am Peter Melanowski. I am a clinical psychologist, an internal family systems therapist, a Catholic son of God, and the co-founder of Souls and Hearts at soulsandhearts.com. Souls and Hearts grounds human formation in an authentic Catholic understanding of the human person. Through our online communities and courses and podcasts and shows and blogs and other resources, Souls and Hearts helps people overcome psychological obstacles to accepting love and to loving God and neighbor. Check us out at soulsandhearts.com. With this, I wanted to offer you something. I wanted to offer you a spiritual work of mercy. One of the spiritual works of mercy in the Catholic Church is to comfort the afflicted. And I thought I would make an effort to offer you some consolation through a reflection, through a reflection and an experiential exercise focused on helping you go inside yourself and with compassion and kindness really care for any parts of you that are distressed about the geopolitical events in the Ukraine. We're going to focus on connecting with the parts of you that are agitated and distressed about what's happening in Eastern Europe. We're going to focus on bringing your parts together under the care and the guidance of your core self. 
So this is more than mindfulness. In this exercise, yourself can actually lead and guide your parts. Yourself is not just a passive observer. You can think about this as recollection, integration at a natural level. And we'll be doing this grounded in a Catholic understanding of the human person, a Catholic understanding of who God is. And we'll be doing this work through an internal family systems or IFS lens. So now we'll be heading into the exercise. So a couple of cautions here. This can be very difficult and activating material discussing the Ukrainian-Russian conflict. I'm going to invite you to pay attention to what's called your window of tolerance. This is how aroused your nervous system is. Now, if you exit your window of tolerance to the upside, what that means is that you're entering into fight or flight mode, that sympathetic activation. You're getting really revved up, really intensely agitated. We want to watch out for that. And then if you exit your window of tolerance to the downside, that's the freeze response. That's the shutting down, the numbing out. In polyvagal theory, that's dorsal vagal activation, the shutting down response or numbing out. If you notice you're exiting to the top side or to the downside of your window of tolerance, let's slow it down, shut off the recording, reground yourself. There's no requirement for you to do this exercise. You can stop at any time. We also don't want to steamroll any parts of you. So if you notice that there are parts that are really objecting to this, voices within you that are really objecting to this, let's heed those. Don't do it, right? We don't want to steamroll any parts of you. Also, we're going to be bringing in God from a Catholic perspective. That might activate some parts in some people. So I just want to give that advance warning. And it's good to do this exercise when you have the time and space and the privacy. We don't want to do this exercise when we're driving or engaging in other activities that would require you to divide your attention. Now, a few things here before we start. First, I'm going to invite you to take what is useful to you. Take what is useful to you and leave the rest of it behind. If during the course of the exercise you find that you're going your own direction, and that seems to be what's best because you're connecting with your parts in a way that is really helpful and seems really good, go for it. You don't have to follow any offerings or suggestions that I may make. Also, feel free to pause the audio and really settle in and do extended work inside if that seems best. You might get into some really deep work with your parts, really deep work inside, and want some more time, hit that pause button, take the time that you need to really engage with your parts, to really connect inside. It also may be helpful to have some pens and pencils and paper to write down some things that are helpful to you, like in a journal or to draw things out or map things out if that's helpful. You have those options. So as a general orienting principle, a lot of gentleness with yourself, a lot of gentleness for yourself, This is a moment for you to really care for the parts of you that most need it. Luke 10, 27, our Lord tells us, love your neighbor as yourself. A lot of times there's a lot of focus on that first part, love your neighbor, but I'm focusing on those last two words, as yourself. We are supposed to love ourselves. We are supposed to love ourselves in an ordered way, to care for ourselves. And in my opinion, that means loving the parts of yourself that are in need, loving the parts of yourself that are distressed, that need care, that need compassion. 
If you get distracted in this exercise, that's okay. That's really common. You can just refocus. But if that's not possible, then I would suggest just focusing in on that distraction. Get curious about why a part of you might need to distract you if that's what's going on. All right, so now we're going to begin the exercise proper. I'm just going to invite you to notice what's happening in your body. What kind of body sensations are you experiencing right now? I'm going to slow things way down and really notice what's happening in your body. Looking for anything that stands out in a bodily way in or around your body. I'm going to call that sensation a trailhead because it can lead us to a part that's in distress. So muscle tension, gastrointestinal distress, headaches, anything that's happening in your body. Just take a minute and locate where that is. Now, there can be other trailheads as well. There could be images from video footage related to the Ukrainian conflict. There could be sounds or songs. It could be thoughts that are just really prominent and grabbing your attention. There could be beliefs, could be memories. All of those could also be trailheads that signal the distress that a part is having over the situation in the Ukraine. And now, if it feels okay, if it feels safe enough, we're going to focus in on that one body sensation or that one inner experience that reflects some kind of distress, some kind of agitation about the Ukrainian conflict. We're looking at one inner experience that is associated in some way with how your parts are dealing with the war in the Ukraine. And we call that experience or that sensation a trailhead because it's like, because it marks the the beginning of a trail that will lead us to a part. And we'll call that part that you are focusing on the one that's got the distress about the Ukrainian conflict, the war there, the one that's signaling the distress through that body sensation or through that inner experience, we're going to call that part the target part. The target part. That's the part that we are focusing on. And so now I'm going to invite you to really listen in to what that body sensation or that inner experience, that impulse or that desire or image, whatever it is that's so prominent inside right now and that signals distress, I want you to listen in to what that wants to tell you. There's a message there. There's a message from your target part. I'm 
going to invite you to really notice that part. How are you experiencing that part right now? And we're going to slow this down just even a little more. We're going to see if we can work with one part at a time. You can do this reflection, this guided exercise over again with other parts if you'd like, if that seems helpful. But let's see if the parts inside you can agree to let you work with just one part right now that's agitated or distressed about what's happening in the Ukraine. And we're also going to ask that target part not to flood you with its intensity. It's a safety thing. We're asking that part not to overwhelm you with its distress. We're inviting that part to be separate but near so that you as the self can have a relationship with that part. If your target part is fused with you or if it blends with you, you can't have a relationship because of that fusion or blending. So let's see if that part will agree not to overwhelm. Just ask the part if it, if it will agree to not overwhelm or flood you and see what the response is. If that part agrees to not overwhelm, then I'm going to invite you to really sense that part. See that part, sense that part, however that part's becoming apparent to you. I'm just going to invite you to notice how old that part seems to be. Some parts of us, some parts of us are very young, even preverbal. And I'm going to invite you to take in what that target part wants to share with you. What it wants you to know. Just see if you can start to really take in big open heart here, receptivity. As you engage with this part of you that's in distress. And at this point, we're just going to take a step back and I'm going to ask you to consider how you're feeling toward your target part. Where are you with a sense of compassion? Where are you with a sense of connection? Where are you with a sense of curiosity, genuine interest in that part? And where are you with a sense of being calm, 
do you notice that you have an agenda to try to get the part to change in some way, to get the part to do something or to not do something, to try to make the part change in some way or to be different? Do you notice that? If you're noticing that you're in some way lacking compassion or connection or curiosity or calm, or if you have an agenda to try to force the part into some position or to move the part in a particular direction, or if you notice there's negative attitudes towards your target part, those are concerned protector parts that are stepping up and blending with you. And I'm just going to invite you to see if your concerned protector parts, if they're there, if they could soften, if they could relax back so that you as the self can connect with your distressed target part. Just see if they can give you some space, some room, so that you as the self, with compassion, with curiosity, with calm, can connect with your distressed target part in a way that's helpful for all parts. Now, if your concerned protectors give you that space, that's great. We can move forward. But if not, if you have a concerned protector that's not ready to allow you to connect with your target part, that's okay. There's a reason. Parts always have good intentions for us, trying to help us. So go ahead and turn your attention to your concerned protector part and make that part your target part. Okay, so again, refocusing now on our target part, we're asking for that space from our protectors. If we've got that space, I'm going to invite you to let that part share with you all about what it's experiencing with this situation in the Ukraine. What emotions does this part experience? Again, a reminder to not blend and overwhelm, to not flood, but to share, to share a little bit of what the emotions are. Anxiety, sorrow, anger, sadness, numbness, pain, whatever it is, just listen. And you can invite the part to share its beliefs, its assumptions. Be really open to these beliefs, asking protectors not to censor your target part's beliefs or assumptions, if possible. Just what is that part holding on to in thought?
And let's take a look at the part's impulses, if that seems okay. What does the part want to do with regard to this whole situation? What kind of impulses is the part offering you? And why? How are those impulses oriented to trying to help? And what does the Ukrainian conflict connect back to for your part? When did the part feel the same way or in a similar way as it does now with that Ukrainian, with the Ukrainian situation? When has it felt that way before? When have those feelings or thoughts or impulses come up in the past? Under what circumstances? In other words, maybe this conflict now in Eastern Europe is triggering something from the past that's an unresolved burden for your target part. And if so, can we hear about that? Would that be okay? And I'm just going to invite you to check to see if there might be a concerned protector part that is trying to speak for your target part, a concerned protector part acting in the role of a spokespart, a spokespart who wants to interpret your target part's experience and sort of interpret that. See if that concerned protector part, that spokespart, if it's there, can soften, relax back, and let the target part speak for itself. See if that would be okay. And if it seems okay, invite the part to address any spiritual or existential issues that it may be experiencing and about why this Ukrainian conflict has happened or perhaps some other event in the past, why that happened. To bring up questions of evil in the world. How can God let this happen? You know, questions about God. How can God let this happen? Where is God in all of this? 
What about God's providence? If, if any of those questions come up or whatever questions that part may have, that that part can ask you. That doesn't mean you have to answer them. But to just listen and take the questions in, accept that a part of you has these concerns and questions. And we may ask some parts with strong religious convictions to just give you the space to understand what other parts of you are experiencing about this. What does your distressed target part need from you right now? What does it need from you? Just ask. And what does this part need from God. Really being with that part around these spiritual needs these spiritual questions. Now I have a possibility for you. A possibility. And only if this seems like it's okay. But I'm wondering if you as self can be the bridge between God and your target part. Would your target part be willing to go with you to God? There's a possibility for you as the self to speak for your part to God to ask those questions, to bring up those challenges. Is your target part interested in that? Is there enough trust? Is there enough confidence? And if there's not, that part may need to really build more of a relationship with you so that you as the self can be that part's internal attachment figure, so that you as the self can be that part's secure base. And so we don't want to rush any kind of mediated contact between the part and God. But some parts are ready. They're ready to talk with God the Father or with Jesus or with the Holy Spirit, 
or maybe with some other person like Mother Mary or St. Joseph or St. Michael or their guardian angel. Is that part interested? Is that part willing? Does that part want to let you speak for it to God or to another of these spiritual persons? Really open to the doubts, to the confusion, to the pain, to the anger, can we trust that we are beloved children of God? And that includes all of us, all of our parts. Every part is good. So if it's helpful, just an invitation to be in relationship with God. You connecting that part with God or with a saint or an angel. And can you help that part tolerate being in the presence of God? Can you help that part listen and take in God's response? It may be really unusual for that part to believe that God loves that part, cares for that part, attends to that part. Can you help that part listen to God's response? And I'm curious about how that part is doing now. Just invite you to reconnect you and your target part. How is that part now? What do you notice in terms of changes in your body, differences in your body sensations? How are you doing with compassion? connection, 
curiosity and calm toward that part. And how is that part feeling toward you? How's the relationship between you and your part? And I'm going to invite you, if it seems helpful, to write down anything that you learned, anything that was helpful, things that came to you, can be really, really validating to give your part a voice in writing on paper. There's something permanent about that. And again, just a reminder, you can do this exercise again with a different part if you want to go through this again starting at about the 8 minute 15 second mark or so. That's that's where the exercise picks up. You can do that again. A lot of gratitude for all your parts. All parts have good intentions. They're trying to help. Such great efforts many of your parts have made to try to keep you safe. And also a reminder that this doesn't have to be the end of connecting with your target part. This doesn't have to be a one-off experience. That you can check in with that part again. See how that part's doing. And so as we bring this to a close, I'm just going to invite you to share this experiential exercise, this this recording freely with anyone who you think might find it helpful. It's just given freely. And if you're interested in these kinds of experiential exercises, we do these kinds of activities all the time in the two communities I lead within Souls and Hearts. There's the interior therapist community, which is all about the human formation of the Catholic therapist and also grad students through an IFS lens. You can check that out at soulsandhearts.com slash ITC. We have about 80 therapists working together right now and there. There's also the Resilient Catholics community. This is where Catholic men and women come together for a pilgrimage toward greater human formation, grounded in a Catholic understanding of the human person and informed by internal family systems. You can check that out at soulsandhearts.com backslash RCC. I'd love to hear feedback of how this was for you. You're welcome to get a hold of me at my email, which is crisis at soulsandhearts.com. You can also reach me on my cell phone, 317-567-9594. And with that, as is as is common within Souls and Hearts and within the exercises I do, we'll close by invoking our patroness and our patron, Our Lady, Our Mother, Untire of Knots, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us.